The Koigig Pod on Off The Ball. I'm grimacing because it was such an opportunity. Possession-wise, I thought they were good, but they didn't have the cutting edge and they don't have Sam Kerr. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Stephen Doyle here alongside Stewie Byrne after our commentary on the Republic of Ireland versus Latvia. It's uh, pretty banging here at the Aviva Stadium still, but uh, we will plough on. It finished 3-2 to the Republic of Ireland. Uh, goals from Evan Ferguson and from Callum O'Dowda in the first half. Latvia got a couple of goals before half-time to make it 2-2, but uh, Chidozio Benny struck with the uh, winning goal to make it 3-2 in the second half and that's how it finished uh, let's start on the, the bad stuff I suppose first Stewie you were mentioning towards the end of our commentary there a bit disappointing to see that Ireland are still very vulnerable around the edge of the box yeah well th- that that lack of concentration that lack of sort of uh, not bringing trouble or on ourselves is still a problem for us you know we've seen in the past in Luxembourg Kazerbaijan uh, there's been, you know, games where we've been in control and then all of a sudden someone steps up. <laughs> it seems to be quite repetitive, but like, you know, 20, 25 yards out and sticks one in the top corner. Sticks one in the top corner because he's got time to get the shot away and it was an evident again uh, this evening. Now, I have to say, the goal, Uldrick, is, 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 is out of this world. It's 35 yards out and there's very little you can do about it, but it's still a pressing concern because the second goal is more of a worry it's something that we've brought on ourselves we failed to clear our lines in the box kind of two players are kind of coming together the communication is poor we don't get any portage on the clearance and all of a sudden um, you know, 17 for Latvia his name is escaping me now is on the edge of the box and he's just banging one into the back of the net and um, I just feel that that's a little seed in our head a plant a seed in our head and it just it, it's always there and it's something that we we have to eradicate um, sooner rather than later is that something bringing Josh Cullen into the team will sort? Oh, I think you know. I don't think it's as easy as that. I mean, fair enough. If, if Josh is playing, he, he he occupies that central area and and he has that sort of uh, ability to read danger. But you know, I made the point in, in in the game. You know, I think he might have been playing in the other games where it's happened. So I think it's a collective thing. It's you know not putting the ball in stupid areas and just being a little bit more. Um, decisive in your clearances like you know there's nothing wrong with every now and then maybe if you're under a bit of pressure just clear your lines and we didn't do that on on, on, on especially for the second goal um, again the fourth goal was, was world class and if it's happening so much Chewy, does that fall on the manager or the players I would imagine Stephen yeah. Kenny knows this is happening so him and Keith Andrews are no, saying to the players we've got to deal with this so is it then I think it's the a player thing Stephen not to be quite honest with you like I mean it, it's, it's, it's we play in a game now where um there's no doubt about it there's, there's encouragement to play everywhere on the pitch the goalkeepers involved you're looking to pass out from, from, from goal kicks you're playing in really tight intricate areas you know we're more confident on the ball but there's no harm every now and then when we're in a bit of trouble don't put the ball at risk especially in that in and around that 20 yard uh, um, um, area just you know be a little bit more sensible be a little bit more maybe bit more old school to be quite honest there's no harm in it you know, I'm, not, I'm not you know telling players to go and welly the ball out of the pitch but I just think we're, we're guilty of being um, trying to play in silly areas and we're getting caught out and it's obviously the opposition team that probably looked at it and says they can be a little bit silly in, in, in these areas and I felt Latvia there were was occasions this evening where they kind of let us have the ball they were letting us have the ball they were a little bit passive and then in the right areas they looked to, to, to rob us and it worked for them they've got both their goals from similar situations so um, you know if, if, if Latvia 
are looking at us and are playing against us that way then there's no doubt about that France are going to look yeah. to something similar and they've got a bit of pace on their left hand side as well Stephen, yeah. Killian yeah, and Mbappe anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like we saw Matt Doherty play well tonight alongside Smallbone getting forward but you know they're going to have to worry about Killian and Mbappe and the rest coming at them on, on Monday night yeah they're going to have to go and play as well you know we, we, we you know that was the takeaway from me I have to say um, this evening Will Smallbone absolutely fantastic um, but that partnership that he, that he struck up with, with Matt Doherty I thought we saw a different Matt Doherty um, this evening um, looked really involved he was involved in, 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 in both goals and I think you know I'm not too sure what what, what the um, what it's going to be on on Monday, but I, w- I would imagine that Smallbone's performance has given Stephen a big headache. Not just because he's played well and he's also delivered the cross for 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 the first goal for Adelaide, but it's again it's that partnership with Matt Doherty. I think he's brought out something more in Matt Doherty. So um, headache for him, but that's the you know the takeaway for me. You mentioned you know you, know, you were talking um, about Mikey Johnson. Um, he looks a hell of an option, doesn't he, to bring off the bench? Um, and will be just off the bench, of course. Yeah. But he just—he uh, looks like a really—he's uh, a player that he's not afraid of getting forward and trying to beat defenders. We don't see an awful lot of wingers these days trying to beat defenders. It, there's always a, a tendency with wingers to trying to check back and pass it back into the midfield. Yeah, the, the, I think the word might be overcoached. <laughs> to be quite yeah, yeah, a yeah. terrible term, but yeah, like, yeah. it's—it's—it it's, it, it is. You can be overcoached, and he looks to me like he's just. Nah, to get torn and goal players and just, you know, be a real, uh, not just a nuisance, but put the, you know, there's an old saying, put the mockers up the fences, which he does, because they just back off immediately. And he's done that this evening. And he's, you know, 40 yards out, he's gotten torn and he's run at the Latvian defenders, didn't, didn't know how to deal with it. His shots hit the bars, led to the goal, and the wonderful individual skill down on the right hand corner there, which is, that's instinctive, you know, you don't tell players to do that they just either have that in the locker or they don't and he certainly has it and he plays with a smile on his face you know he, he didn't look nervous to me at all and all of a sudden you look at him going wow what an option he is looking at central midfield uh, tonight it didn't look like Ireland really got a hold of the ball and just I suppose just not even doing anything in central but just being careful with the ball and protecting it and that's something I suppose we'd be hoping Josh Cullen will be able yeah. to do on Monday night when he comes back in yeah it, 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 you know it might have been a game for the manager to say I'm let that one, I'm going to let that one go I know it's a silly thing to say but I'm not going to put too much emphasis on that because I know Josh is going to come in there he'll do a job we need to focus on other areas of the pitch and how we can get combinations going that's going to you know, create opportunities for us and I thought we had that in the first half and certainly in the second half as well and they came from different areas of the pitch you'd argue that in the first half the good combination play between Smallbone and Doherty, um, good movement from Evan Ferguson, uh, Obafemi as well. Like you know, the, the little balls down the channel. We certainly got players into areas to get strikes away, but for last ditch Latvian tackles. So that tells you you're creating opportunities. And then the chances in the second half came probably more so from individual players like Mikey Johnson coming on um, and, and showing a little bit of energy and a little bit of uh, something about them to kind of go a player. So it's good options, good takeaways. Um, I suppose people are walking away. I'm walking away going, not too worried about the two goals. Oh, well, there's a little seed in the back of my head uh, worried about the two, the two goals we conceded. But I'm more kind of going, do you know what? I think we might be in good shape for Monday. 
Evan Ferguson, you mentioned his name. That's the first time we've mentioned his name in this post-match Who? chat. Who? <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about all the pressure that would be on him coming into this game. FAI were tweeting pictures of his starting jersey. Number 19, of course, Michael Obafemi still has the number 9 shirt. They're hardly going to give him the number 9 shirt, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it first, actually, thought, I thought it was the number 10 shirt. I was like, he's not going to be a number 10, is he? Anyway, he's got the 19 shirt. He's scored his first international goal the night of his first start. How important is that for him? Oh, huge, especially for strikers, you know, um, and, and considering the form that he's in as well. and um, You know, he has... Um, I suppose there's a lot for him to do, uh, Stephen. I think you need to be, be be careful about it as well. Like I mean, kind of saying in commentary, he needs to be allowed to make mistakes. Um, I mean, you know, regardless of what age you are, you, you know, there has to be an, you know a certain amount of forgiveness for making mistakes when you're 18 years of age. He needs a you know a lot of room, um, because I do think um, he certainly has something. You know, and and you know, you know, people don't need me to say that. Like, and he's shown. At the top level in 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 in, in, uh, in the Premier League, that he's he's got it all right. It's whether he can go from being, uh, uh, you know, how would you describe it at the moment, uh, a player in form, a top player to a really really top player. We could have a gem on our hands here with this guy, and um, you know, we're all part of the of of his development, um, and we can only but hope he goes on to fulfil every potential that we you know we hope he can be. Um, but I'll take a goal off my Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he got a goal tonight just outside because we, we got a chance here tonight to see his general play. You got to see the whole pitch. What else did you see that you liked apart from scoring the goal? Oh, I like his movement. Yeah, I like his movement. I like, um, I think he's got everything. I think he's really got everything. Like he's, he's um, those little first touch passes. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can have, so, you know, it's terrible thing. Sometimes you can have too much in your game, if you know, too much in your locker. I think he's got it all. Like, you know, um, he's, he's, he's so comfortable dropping in. He, he works that sort of 30 yard line really, really well. And he ha- he loves getting torn. And he wants to, he wants to play with people. That's probably why all with him. He's there looking to get little one twos off and looking to get down the side um, of defenders. But when, um, when the ball goes wide, I feel he really comes alive. You know, he has he has a, a really good movement. He's able to lose his marker no problem. And there was a couple of occasions in that first half where he found himself with five or six yards of space in and around that penalty area, and the delivery just let him down. But I think that will come when players get used to him, get used to knowing what his little you know idiosyncrasies are, what is what what is what his movement is, where he likes to um, end up, whether it's a you know um, a front post run or a deep post, uh, back post hang up or whatever the case may be. So I think that will come in time. And just to finish, Chewy, because going into a big game like France and. Irish players might be thinking, oh, this is France. They're in the World Cup final. They've got Kylian Mbappe. They've got Upa Meccano. They've got Kanate, you know, Griezmann. They've got all these superstars. What does it do for the Irish players? Because I'm sure, like us, they've been watching Evan Ferguson over the last few months and going, crikey, this fella is really, really good. What does it do then for the Irish team's confidence, knowing we've got this player who really could be, who could make a huge difference for us? Um, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. It's, um, I suppose, it can kind of take a little bit of pressure off some of the players. Like you know, such a young kid is is, is taking a lot of focus, Stephen, um, and he looks like he can cope with it. But not, it's not just him. I have to say, like if I was part of that Irish squad, I'd be looking around me going, Do you know what? This is probably the strongest squad of players I've been part of for, I'd say, three or four years at least. To be quite honest with you. Um, I think we, everyone looks like they want to play, 
you know you, you, you just have to look at the injury list we don't have an injured player it's okay Ede is injured but it's not long term and, and there's a possibility he could still be knocking on the door to, to be in contention um, to go on the bench on Monday whatever the case may be but in in you know especially in this time of the year in March for the last two three years we've had you know all sorts of of, of, of injury worries in, in coming into games but all of a sudden now it's you know everyone wants to play and everyone's chomping at the pit to get into the team I never became a footballer too because I had way too much in my locker way 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 too much <laughs> unlike yourself anyway myself and Stu will be back on Monday for Ireland against France on off the ball it'll be live from 7 o'clock we're doing the whole show from here so do join us then thank you